everybody. Bill Rabinowitz along with Joey Kaufman. We just had Ohio State's Tuesday media availability with Ryan Day, Jim Knowles, and Kevin Wilson. It's Penn State week, which is one of the bigger weeks of the season for Ohio State. Ohio State has to go to State College, never an easy place to play, although it will not be a whiteout this week. They're playing at noon. Um, Joey, what stood out to you about what we heard? Well, this is probably the biggest test for Ohio State to date uh, in terms of this is Penn State is the most complete team Ohio State has, has faced when you when you when you balance both sides of the ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are. You, well, there's you, see, a you, see, you seem to be quibbling with that that statement. Well, I can, I can sense it, some underlying tension to start off. <laughs> part of it is that we saw what happened to Penn State when they played Michigan a couple weeks ago. The, the score was closed for a while. Penn State actually took a lead briefly, but. Let's face it, Michigan really manhandled them, especially in the trenches. So there's some skepticism about Penn State. But I see your point. First of all, they're ranked 13th. You know, they, they've they're only ranked, lost. They're ranked something. Ohio State right. has not played anybody exactly. ranked at this point. Other season. than Notre Dame, you know, which is now was ranked five, is not ranked anymore. So, yes, on paper, this is the toughest team Ohio State will, will play. And, yes, they, they are a threat. If you don't take Penn State seriously, then, then that's a problem because – you know, they have a veteran quarterback, Sean Clifford, who, who has his detractors, to be sure. But he's a veteran guy, you know, a decent quarterback. They have some uh, good skill position players, uh, a star on defense, Joey Porter. I mean, yes, this is a formidable team. Are they capable of being Ohio State? I mean, yes, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think the most complete teams in, in terms of you look at Ohio State's previous opponents, last week against Iowa, no great offense. defense but no offense, yeah. and you felt that they really had no chance to win, removed all the suspense from the game. Rutgers has a, a defense, which is not bad. Wisconsin has a defense that's not bad. But like Iowa, they didn't have the offense to, to really at all keep themselves in a the ball game with Ohio State. Penn State is good enough on both sides of the ball where they can, I think, make things interesting Saturday. Yeah. And certainly – the environment will be interesting. It's not going to be a whiteout in State College, but hey, there's still going to be more than 100,000 people screaming and yelling. Yeah. And for most of the players on this roster, they haven't played a game no. at Beaver Stadium. Yeah. The exception was 2020, but that was during the, the pandemic season where no fans were in attendance. They had cardboard cutouts, and they, they certainly dialed up the music and the crowd noise. Yes, they that did. was loud and that, that growl that they, they make. Let's in, hear it. Uh, Let's hear it. Oh, I, I couldn't attempt to, to do so. I wouldn't want <laughs> yeah. to harm anybody listening to this. Okay. But So with the exception of fifth-year, sixth-year seniors, none of these guys have, yeah. have played in a true environment uh, in Happy Valley. Yeah, that's true. Um, we did learn some stuff today. Uh, Ryan Day said that Jackson Smith and Jigman did not get re-injured. Uh, you know, it looked like something was off. After his last play, it was a sideline incompletion, in and he kind of looked at least unhappy. I mean, it wasn't like a pronounced limp or anything, but he just didn't seem right. But Ryan Day said no. It was just a, a pitch count. He's only going to play about 20 snaps, and that was it. And and so he expects him to play this week. Um, Chip Tranum is, is now going to be a running back full-time uh, because we found out that, that T.C. Caffey, the walk-on, who was impressive when he played. Yeah, nice. Very impressive. Great run against, I forget who it was, Arkansas State Toledo. or Toledo. Toledo. Okay. Uh, he's got a season-ending injury, so he's going to be out. So they switched Chip back. He was a running back at Arizona State, transferred here to become a linebacker. Uh, he's now going to be a running back to give them added depth there, remember Ohio State lost Evan Pryor in the preseason, so that you know their their numbers are a little little down there. Um, 
I think those were probably the two biggest kind of news items out of today. Yeah, I thought it was an encouraging sign for, for Jackson Smith and Jigba's health that, that Ryan Day came out and said on a Tuesday that the, they planned for him to, to play because normally he's been pretty dodgy with those questions and he came out and said that the, the expectation he's going to play, they haven't quite decided if he's going to be on a, on a pitch count. It, it sounds like the, the sports performance staff really tracks a lot of, a lot, a lot of the numbers behind the scenes in terms of the, the number of steps he's taken, the number of yards, like the number of high-speed yards, all a lot of right. factors in. The, I think the, the bigger question is he played 22 snaps against Iowa. Well, that, that, if he is available, is that going to ramp up more this week? And, and Penn State's got a good secondary. You mentioned Joey Porter Jr. They have some players back there who I think present uh, a formidable yeah. uh, secondary. A big test, a big key this week will be whether Ohio State gets his run game on track. It, it didn't against Iowa. Uh, Mayan Williams struggled. Uh, Trayvon Henderson struggled. They just there weren't a lot of holes there. There were tackles for losses. The longest run anybody had was 13 yards. Now Penn State, I would think, is is uh, more vulnerable. Even James Franklin, their coach, said they're a little bit light, a little small on the lines, and, and that's something that they've got to address long term. So you like to think that Ohio State would be able to kind of pound the ball when necessary. And, um, you know, that's going to be a big key because, yeah, Penn State's cornerbacks uh, are good. And uh, it's just a, it is a tough place to play. People who have not been there kind of can't quite grasp it, but the crowd is into it. The Penn State clearly plays better at home. Uh, you remember the game against Michigan was in Ann Arbor. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a different team, a different Penn State team when they play at home. Yeah, you mentioned Penn State's defensive line and their their run defense. It's been a weird group in, in terms of whether Ohio State's going to get back on track on the on the ground this week. Outside of that Michigan game, Penn State's been really quite good. They 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 allowed in the first uh, I believe five weeks of the season they were giving up first five games of the season they were giving up about eighty yards per game. They played Minnesota last week. Minnesota's a good running back to Mo Ibrahim. They held them to 103 yards on, or 102 yards on 30 carries. Just so that was his lowest per carry average in in, in several seasons. So they've had, they've had times where it's looked like they have a decent or a top five rush defense. There are times where it looks like they have a, a truly terrible yeah. rush defense. The way Michigan bludgeoned them at the the line of scrimmage. So yeah. it's been a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing. I, I'll, I'll be curious to see which Penn State rush defense defensive line front seven shows up. I think we can say the same thing about Penn State as we can about everybody in the Big Ten. It was, who they played? I mean, nobody in the Big Ten, I mean, Ohio State really hasn't been tested until last week by Iowa in terms of, of Iowa's defense. Michigan really hasn't been tested. Um, and Penn State, other than Michigan, really wasn't tested. So I, I just don't know that you know. I mean, all you can go by is against comparable talent, what they do. And against Michigan, Penn State got blown off the ball. I mean, that just was the reality. And so I'm sure that Ohio State watched that very carefully. Ohio State's coaches watched that very carefully. And they're going to implement a similar style. They're going to still throw the ball, of course, because that's what Ohio State does. But I think they're going to look at Penn State and say, okay, we're going to test them because if Michigan did that to them, I think we can do that to them. I think the other storyline going into this game is for, especially from the Penn State side of things, when they look at Ohio State's receiving core, you have Julian Fleming. Marvin Harrison Jr. Two Pennsylvania those are, guys, those by are the way. two guys who yeah. grew up in, in that state. Marvin Harrison from, from Philly. Uh, 
in their minds, I'm sure they would they would like to, to have those guys. Those are those are those are two players within their their backyard that they would have historically gotten. And in the way Ohio State's recruited at wide receiver, they're not just going to go to one state over; they'll go everywhere in the country. And, and those are those are two guys I think Nittany Lions fans would have liked to have been on their side of the ball. If if Penn State had Julian Fleming and Marvin Harrison, this would be a different game. It wouldn't be a 15 point uh, point spread for Ohio State. I mean, if you know, Sean Clifford has his limitations. Uh, he's not C.J. Stroud, but he's good enough. And you you add those guys to Penn State, it's a different game. But they're not. <laughs> they're with Ohio State. And uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is is the first receiver in Ohio State history to have three three touchdown receiving games. And he's only a sophomore. You know, he's done this in, in what eight games. And so um, Ohio State has more talent than Penn State. I mean, Penn State. Historically, it's been the one program in the Big Ten that's recruited at a level close to Ohio State. You know, they've had, you know more about this than I do, you know, in terms of you've done some research. Um, you know, they've had a little bit of a fall-up there, but, but Penn State has talented players. Yeah, they're the closest, along with Michigan, to Ohio State's recruiting class. And maybe a couple of years ago, it felt like Penn State was a little closer when they had guys like Micah Parsons. And I think Ohio State has also elevated its recruiting under, under Ryan Day. Especially at spots like wide receiver and quarterback, where they have historically recruited as well as they have done in the last five years. But Penn State is the, is the team. They they have enough talent still, I think, to to make it a game. It feels at this point in the Ohio State season, this is still the most complete team they've faced, and it's a team where I think if if you're Ohio State and you turn in a clunker, you could lose. Yeah, and it, it didn't really feel like that. Maybe I think the first game against Notre Dame felt like that. If you yeah. didn't take care of your business, you were vulnerable. And there's a chance you could stumble and suffer that loss. And I think that's that whole tree this week. If you don't, if you're Ohio State, and you don't take care of it, your business. There's a chance you could you could fall from the unbeatens. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think Notre Dame, especially because it was the first game. You know, those are always mysteries. That was that was a game that you figured Ohio State could lose if they didn't play well. This one is one. I think less so. I mean, at least going into this game compared to going into Notre Dame. I think Ohio State is, is uh, you know, they've established yeah. themselves. But every other game, you know, you kind of went into the game thinking there's almost no way, barring something fluky, a bunch of turnovers, key injuries, whatever, you know, Ohio State was going to lose to this team. I mean, maybe Wisconsin, but they'd shown enough of their deficiencies that you really didn't think, yeah. other than the fact they were Wisconsin, that they had a chance. You know, Rutgers, obviously not. Arkansas State and Toledo, no. You know, so... Yes, this is a you know real game, right? It's a game you go mm-hmm. to. You go. It's not a foregone conclusion. Do I think Ohio State's going to win? Yeah, I do because I think they're better. Um, but but yes, they have to play well. Like like the Notre Dame game. This is a case where Ohio State's only a two touchdown favorite, right, which is st- still a double digit point favorite. Yeah. But relatively, all the other other games where they've been favored by three, four, five, six touchdowns. This, yeah. I guess the, the yeah. odds makers think that there's a, this will be a little more, uh, have a little more intrigue maybe when they kick the ball off to start the second half. And I'll just throw this out there. Just, just just occurred to me. This is not, I would not say this is a must-win game for Ohio State for one reason. If they lose this game, again, I don't think they will, but if they do, everything's going to be on the line for Michigan. If they beat Michigan, they're back on track. And I don't think on an 11-1 Ohio State team, that presumably would, I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is, but assuming they get to the Big Ten Championship game and win that game, I don't think a loss to Penn State would doom them. I mean, you don't want to lose it, no question. You lose any margin for error, you don't want to lose it. But I still think Michigan is the one that, that is everything. That's for everything. I think they could I think they could withstand 
lost to Penn State. I think to your point, I wouldn't I wouldn't quibble with that. But but seeding matters. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. You, you, this is the year you'd rather be the one seed. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, I'm not I'm not taking away the importance from the importance of this game. Ohio State. You're just suggesting they could throw away the game and it'd be <laughs> fine. Yeah, just. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Uh, I know. Just thought, the thought just popped into my head. I, I agree with it. It's a, it's a it's largely largely true. Okay. Largely largely true. Okay. But uh, I think that that about covers it from the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. We are previewing Ohio State, Penn State, Halloween weekend, State College. Should be. Uh, I don't have a Halloween fun to make. But it should be interesting game. Should be spooky. Eh, I don't know if it'll be spooky. Thank you for watching.